The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Mary and Kisa podcast. We talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. I'm Mary Preston, and with me as always is Kisa Amaro. And today we're going to have a guest speaker, and I'll introduce her in a couple minutes. But Kisa, first, give us some quick background before we get deeper into today's topic. Hello, friends. I am Kisa Amaro, and I am an integrative nutrition coach, and I work with mamas to help them lose weight and gain energy to keep up with their little ones by stop dieting and start eating foods that work for them. I see clients one-on-one to give individualized support to help them reach their health and weight goals. And I am currently working with local businesses on Guam through corporate wellness coaching. Uh, If you are interested in anything um, I have to say, and you would like to learn. You should be interested in some more. Like to learn about more. (laughs) Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at clean living underscore dirty world or Facebook at Kisa Morrow Health Coach to get meal inspirations. And I have a new website coming soon um, this spring. So be on the lookout for kisaamaro.com. And you guys can hear in the background, that's that's our other guest. We have a baby. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry about that. My <laughs> no. door is closed. He wants some more milk. <laughs> we, we, we accept all babies on our podcast. We'll <laughs> yes. introduce him later. <laughs> so a little bit about me, Mary Preston. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a life coach. I work in a group practice out here in Fort Collins, as well as working with clients online. And my specialty is dealing with what some might call addictions or like bad habits. And we call them buffering. So buffering is any activity you participate in, in order to distract you from your feelings. So that could be drinking, eating, drugs, television, social media, shopping, porn, whatever your, whatever your thing is. And this year, I've got a crazy goal. I'm going to help at least 200 mental health professionals feel like they are in control of their buffering with food and alcohol by the end of the year. So I have a six-session, six-week program where you get to work with me one-to-one on your drinking or eating habits. And I have a free Facebook group um, called Self-Coaching for Mental Health Professionals. We share a ton of information for free, and that link will be shared in the show notes. All right, you guys, uh, on to our topic of the day, which is healthy eating when your partner doesn't really give a shit. So, <laughs> okay, so it's February. So we couldn't not talk about relationships in February with Valentine's Day and all. However, we are not going to be talking about how to fix your relationship or how to even find one. But what we are going to be doing is mixing food consumptions in with relationships. So more specifically, how to eat healthy when your partner doesn't care about what they eat and making your own decisions when it comes to nutrition in your relationships. All right, quick introduction to the topic. Um, I've always kind of cared about health. Uh, pretty obsessively at times. 
And my husband, Nathan, has never been all that interested. And when we got together, we were in college. So there was a lot, like a lot of beer drinking. And when we (laughs) moved to Hawaii, um, even more beer and wine drinking. And in the beginning, it kind of gave me a lot of joy to cook for both of us. But unfortunately, Nate was not interested in salads ever still. Um, So I ended up cooking a lot of like macaroni and cheese, tater tots, pizza bites. And eventually when I reached just under 200 pounds, I decided that I was going to have to do something different. Um, And Nathan to this day is still not interested in eating healthy. And I let this cause a lot of problems in my health journey. And I know a lot of you have been there. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what I've done and some tips on how to overcome that. But since Kisa won the relationship nutrition lottery and has a partner that seems really on board with what Kisa eats, uh, we have asked a guest to join us to talk about her own experiences with this. And so with us right now is Maya Ritchie. And I have known Maya for a very long time. I think we started working together in like 2005, something like that, Maya. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she, my friend Ananda, and I joined a six-man canoe paddling team in Kailua, Hawaii. And that is where I met Kisa. Woo-hoo! Um, I will put some photos up of our team from that first year. Uh, I'll, find some, I'll find some good ones. <laughs> um, and I don't know why, but we don't have any of just like the three of us. I don't know why we didn't prepare better for this podcast back then. I mean, I don't know. What were we thinking? Um, what were we thinking? So we've been through a lot um, together. Maya was a driving force in helping me lose weight for my wedding. She was my bridesmaid. She is one of those people that you could not talk to for a year, but would drop everything to help you if you needed it, uh, except that nowadays she'd probably have to bring her two babies. <laughs> <laughs> I would not bring my two babies. <laughs> I'm going to be honest about that. I will keep them. They can stay with dad or grandma. um, But if we're going to do something fun, I leave them out. Nice. (laughs) So you'd still come out and help me with her. I would. I would. I know you would. So thanks for joining us. I'm super glad you agreed to share your experience with us. Um, It's really important to let our listeners know what a common thing it is to have like different eating and health priorities than your partner. This is like the majority of the time. That's what happens. And then after we talk, we're going to share some tips. So Maya, welcome. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I haven't talked it's to such you. a good topic because it's my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's my life. So Maya, we, we sent you some questions. And you did. Um, so we are hoping to hear about, do you have any like current weight loss goals? I do. I do. So um, really, I'm just kind of looking to be back at my pre-baby lifestyle and life um, in regards to my clothes fitting and being more active. I need time for myself to be active. So I do have a goal. Um, I set a goal of 150 for weight, but you know, the scale isn't always the best way to measure progress. So at some point, I will not be using the scale. Um, Started using the scale when I originally started and I am still using it right now, but eventually that's going to switch to a different method, maybe measuring Mm -hmm. tape or at some point I'm not even going to be focusing on weight and I'm going to be focusing more on strength training. Excellent. Scale's not even going to matter. Yeah. We can pass it in a little while. Right. 
but it keeps me focused right now. So that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think anything that shows you your progress is, it's nice to keep around. So what, so we've, it's so funny because I've known you for so long, but do you mind sharing some diets you've tried in the past? I know when we first, like we were first together, we were doing a lot of calorie counting. Yes. So, um, you know, the first diet I can remember ever trying was in high school and I convinced my mom and my friend to do it. And it was that cabbage soup diet. Do you remember that in the (laughs) nineties? So I don't even like cabbage. (laughs) So it's like day three and my friend, my best friend and my mom are eating this cabbage soup. And honestly, I ate McDonald's every day (laughs) while they were like eating this soup. And I was like, I'm eating this soup. Um, So no, that obviously doesn't work. Um, And yeah, in the past I have done like a calorie counting um, method, which has been successful for me in the past. But eventually, I mean, you just get tired of counting shit. I mean, nobody wants to sit there and like count how many calories are in their food before they eat it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I've done that in the past. I'm sure I've done other silly diets. Oh, I've definitely done the slim fast diet. Um, yeah, drinking those shakes twice a day. That was delicious. No. Um, yes, I've done that. What else have I done? Uh, There's, I think those are the main ones. Calorie counting, slim fast diet. Um, pretty much. I I don't really get into any like fad diets that come up. Well, not even, no, I've never really did like the Atkins, which is now like the is it keto or whatever they're keto. calling it keto keto yeah which is basically the atkins diet just re like branded by horrible people that brand things um so yeah no i don't really do that anymore okay so uh so what is your what's your current plan what are you thinking about so like where i'm trying what do you mean like the plan that i'm doing right now well cuz we're going to be talking just, about um how you know, how you and your partner, can I use his name? Does he mind? Does he want to be famous? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He can be called, you yeah, can call him, you can call him Dan, you could call him Junior, whatever you want to call him. I just, I always call him Junior because I think that's what you call him. How, so, yeah, I do too. That is what I call him. So, so it, the whole, the podcast is about like differing ideas of what you guys are going to be eating. So, what is your, what's your current plan? Like, are you going to change what you're eating? Um, are you just trying to eat? Oh, uh, so yeah, so I did um, change what I was eating because before I was pregnant, I had diabetes. So I was on a very like oh, yeah. uh, high protein, low carb, um, which I was supposed to be on, but really I was just on like cupcakes and sugar, <laughs> um, even though I shouldn't have had cupcakes and sugar, but I was like eating that thing. Those like it was the never going to exist again in my life. But yeah, so I just kind of went to a clean eating method. Um, I still kind of like to do a higher protein and a lower carb, um, but just because carbs just make me feel sluggish and like crap more so than um, avoiding, you know, breads and things and pastas and things like that just because it doesn't really make me feel wonderful but I do uh, healthier food so I cook most of my food Um, most of it is organic not all of it I do a lot of fruits and vegetables and meat lots of meat because I love meat Um, and then I, I do, I do use a supplement. I use a protein supplement just to add extra protein into my, um, diet. Cause sometimes I just don't 
get enough enough of it because I, I don't eat like large amounts of meat, even though I do like meat, but I'm not, I typically won't have meat with my breakfast and you can only have eggs so many times in a row. You know what I mean? That's yeah. true. So I'll eat like a yogurt, like a homemade yogurt that I make in my Instapot, organic. Yeah. Oh, fancy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, with some granola. So yeah, I just kind of cut out the stuff that makes me feel like crap. So I don't eat too many desserts. If I do, it's very low portion. Yeah. Lower portion. Yeah. I don't count any calories though. Um, I did in the beginning just to kind of like, make me realize what I was eating, writing everything down, mm. like what mm-hmm. am I consuming? Um, but now I don't have to do that. I kind of just eat what the amount of food that I know is right for me that keeps me on track. Cool. You have an idea what that looks like already. So you don't need it. Oh yeah. No, I don't need it. I'm on week 25 um, nice. with my plan. I started at 193 pounds and I'm weighing in tomorrow but i'm down last monday i was at 161 all right maya nice work so i've only had yeah so i mean i was heavier i just didn't weigh myself (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know i gave myself at least like you know two months after the baby before i was gonna you know i wasn't gonna do that i wasn't gonna get on my scale right after yeah. i delivered a baby right but i'm sure it was higher than that then i finally decided to get on and i've been going down i've had a few weeks the holidays were tough the holidays were real tough so i was kind of going you know back and forth between like 165 and 168 mm-hmm. during the i had about mm-hmm. four or five weeks in there that were was a little tough and but it's been consistently down every week Good work. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, Maya and I have been talking um, kind of through this process and she's very, I would say gentle with herself in the sense that, you know, you're not like, Oh, I have to lose like all this weight really fast, but you're just like, you know, I'm going to lose it. I have this plan and I'm steadily losing weight, you know, week by week. Um, I think you're just very, you know, gentle with yourself and you're trusting the process. I do. It's frustrating at first because, you know, you do expect, you know, to lose weight quickly, but it's just a long process. I mean, I Mm -hmm. gained it over several years, two babies. So it's, it's, it's definitely a process that I'm using. And then um, I write my weight on my bathroom mirror. So I see it mm-hmm. and I only weigh myself Monday morning. So I don't get caught up in like weighing myself once a day, you know, if you, yeah. yeah, I don't let my scale run me. It's, I plan when I'm going to weigh myself and I don't weigh myself mm-hmm. any extra times. If I'm like feeling heavy or feeling light, I just, it, <laughs> has, to, it has to wait to Monday, no matter what. Okay. You know, like weigh yourself and then take off all your clothes, weigh yourself again. <laughs> I weigh myself. <laughs> no, I. What I do is I take a big dump, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get on this scale again and see how much I got out." No, so I I probably used to do that though. Like I would probably weigh myself a few times a day. I mean, your body is like seventy mm-hmm. percent water, so it's ridiculous to even think that. And like I said, yeah. once at some point, the scale is just not even gonna. I'm not gonna be using it. Yeah. Good work, Maya. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So just chug it along. Yeah. So so junior. Let's talk about junior. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. 
So how does what he eats differ from what you want to eat? So yeah, so his health goals, right? (laughs) You want to know about his health goals? So Junior has no health goals. Um, He's been the same weight since we met five years ago. Um, He does do physical work, so he does get exercise and movement in. Um, I didn't believe how much he moves, so I bought him a Fitbit because he's like, I walk way more than the other day. And I was like, no, you don't, dude. Yeah, so he (laughs) walks anywhere between 11 and 22 miles a day. Holy crap. And that's just, and none of those are active minutes. So do you know how your Fitbit will give you your active minutes? So if you're walking like for a mile in a row, those are considered active. But his is like, I get up and get a tool. I get up and I walk up the stairs and I take this and I take that. So he does like, it's between 11 and 22 miles a day. So it's, it's absurd for, so he doesn't do anything at, she's not coming home and like, let me exercise. And yeah, but he eats ice cream almost every day. Uh, he buys it in a gallon jug container, the, ne- <laughs> the Neapolitan. He also buys like the big um, family size bag of peanut butter M and M's. You know the one with the Ziploc. So not like the bigger. So not like the bigger bag. Like you have the like the single, and then you have that bigger bag. But the big like family yeah. size bag. Um, and then we also get he gets the Reese's peanut butter cups from Costco. Thirty six. Um, Reese's peanut butter bars come in in a container of them. So yeah, no, no health plans whatsoever. He drinks about two gallons of milk a week. Um, He used to drink four, but he is down to two. Um, He is, uh, he's a meat and potatoes guy. So, you know, he, he loves that. So those are his health goals just, you know, to eat. Meat and potatoes and eat ice cream every night. And yeah, so no health goals. Yeah, which is really a fine goal. Yeah, so no physical, no no healthy. Like he does eat fruit and stuff, but he takes like sandwiches Uh and chips for lunch and um, Reese's peanut butter cups. So Maya, I mean, what you're describing, what you eat and then what Junior eats sounds like two completely different things. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, So I try not to touch his food because, you know, it's gross. (laughs) But um, so what I do, I don't eat the peanut butter M&Ms at all. I just kind of out of sight, out of mind for those. Um, And I don't eat strawberry ice cream. So he buys the, you know, the Neapolitan. So what I do if I want some kind of dessert or whatever, I kind of keep around um, some like skinny cow ice creams or like the Arctic freeze or, you know, something that's like lower calories. So if I do have a moment where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have dessert, it's still not going to be something that's going to make me change or mess up any of my weight goals. So like, I think like, what is the ice cream brand? I haven't I haven't bought any since, you know, Mary hosted the give this shit up thing yeah. for a month. So I gave up ice cream. So I don't have it that often, but I like to keep it in the house. Cause the problem is if you don't have a little something, you're driving through Dairy Queen, you know, getting a <laughs> blizzard or something. So I do keep something in the house for when I do want to have a little, little dessert, nice. but so very different, Mm-hmm. Very different snacks. So my snacks would be um, the ice cream, you know, the skinny cow ice cream if I get that. Or I'll have like unsalted like nuts or pistachios, something 
something like that. Or just kind of peanut butter. Every now and then I'll have a scoop or two of peanut butter. Not a scoop, but a tablespoon. <laughs> like an ice cream <laughs> scoop. <laughs> I have an ice cream scoop of, um, yeah. Of peanut butter. It's hey. so very different, but we still eat like the, you know, if he makes steak, I have steak. I just have a smaller portion than him, but I don't do the potatoes. So he'll have potatoes and a vegetable and I'll just have the vegetable and the, the meat because the potatoes aren't even that good. And, and he doesn't like the potatoes out. I leave it out and he doesn't really like sweet potatoes. If I make them, he'll eat them, but he will complain about them. I love it. So what challenges do you feel like you still face when it comes to nutrition in regards to relationship? Um, yeah. So I think a lot of times if we go out to eat, it's hard to really agree. So we yeah. just went out to eat him and his dad and his um, uncle. They were, you know, we were, went to look at some RVs and we wanted to get lunch in there. He said, oh, well, let's go to Five Guys. I don't know if you were familiar with Five mm-hmm. Guys. But they yeah. just have bur- they just have burgers and fries and mm-hmm. hot dogs. There's no salad and milkshakes and milkshake. Yes, and milkshakes. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, you know, like okay. <laughs> Everyone wants to go there, but me. You know, they're not going to go to Panera. They're not going anywhere else. These are like big dudes that want a cheeseburger. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a challenge. So what I did is I just had, you know, a burger. I didn't have any fries, you know, but it was, um, it was tough because, I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not something I would normally have picked. I would have picked somewhere with a different option. So it is difficult when we go out to eat, um, if we can't agree on a place, um, and it's just difficult because we're sitting on the couch and he's like, yeah, I'm going to have my ice cream. And you're just looking yeah. over and like, dude, really? So what I do, what I like to do, if I feel like I want something like that, I usually make tea and I'll have tea mm-hmm. um, or I'll chew gum because it's minty. And when I have mint in my mouth, I definitely don't want to put anything else in there. Or if I'm like, did have a little something I'll go brush my teeth after so I don't want to put any other food into my yeah good call ice cream is not good after toothbrushing no no so nothing is so even if I eat if I'm eating and something's really good and I'm like oh I want more more but I know that I probably don't want more because I'm probably not still hungry I'll go brush my teeth or I'll put in gum or I'll just make some tea and then you know after 10-15 minutes you you were right you're really you're not hungry. You're just I think whatever you're eating was delicious. So it sounds like we've got going out to eat. I found that one a challenge. Um, Junior having around desserts, snacks that look and taste delicious, but you're like, I'm not going to eat those. Yes. Um, and just eating different, basically different types of like, what would you call them? Like carbohydrates, like that last. Yeah. Yeah, like starches, different starches. Yeah, the starches. Different, yeah. yeah, he's a starch guy, and I'm just like, no, I don't really need that. Yeah. I mean, if he was making French fries, I'd probably be like, yes, I need some of those. But <laughs> they're like, you know, baked potato, and like, we'll cut up these potatoes and like drown them in butter and put them on the grill, and it's like, they're soft, and it's not cool. I don't like them. Nice. But if they were crispy, it'd probably be a lot harder. Because, you know, if he was, like, making tater tots, then I would say, oh, I want some tater tots, too. So he does help me out a little bit by, you know, having bad taste in food. (laughs) (laughs) Bad taste in food. 
Kisa, you have any more questions for, for Maya? What else do we want to know? I mean, he is supportive of my weight loss. So, I mean, he's just eating ice cream because he wants ice cream. He's not eating it because I can't have it. And he's not trying to give me any either. He's not, he's not like, oh, you can have this. You should have this. Like some people yeah. do. You know, they want you to go down with them. If they're not doing well in something. But no, mm. so he, he does support my weight goals and he understands them and he watches the kids so I can make it to the gym and that's so cool has it always been this way like when you guys first got together was it always like so he's he's a pretty like he he's a mover and a shaker so he's pretty mobile so um you know we were riding our tandem bike for a long time and then when I got pregnant he would say he would try to encourage me because he knew I had to like move with the diabetes do you want to go for a walk do you want to ride your bike and I was like no I'm I was exhausted. I was like throwing up and it was horrible. I didn't want to move from the couch. So he mm-hmm. would definitely encourage me with that aspect. And he, if I was eating something poor, he would say, you know, you're not supposed to be eating that. Like, yeah. Well, uh-huh. I know, but it's, <laughs> I, I know, but I'm tired of that, di- you know, yeah. tired of having diabetes, but yeah, no, he's very supportive. He just eats what he, um, Mm-hmm. he likes and what he wants and he doesn't feel he could probably you know shed a few few pounds um himself but he's comfortable with himself and he's fine with it so yeah that's great yeah I think our our challenges are or were a little bit different because Nathan like like zero healthy goals when we first moved to Hawaii so at first I was doing a lot of blaming on him <laughs> yes you made me drink this wine. You made me drink this wine. You made me not work out. I'm doing a lot of blaming. Things have changed a little bit over time. All right. Well, so I, had one, I had one question. Oh, yeah. You got one. Um, for Maya. How did you just to, you know, help people who, you know, maybe are in the same situation, mm-hmm. um, but they're not kind of sure how to talk with their partner about it? So how did you communicate your weight loss goals to Junior? Like, was it like, did you yeah. sit down with him and like have a conversation about it? Or were you just like, Hey, I'm going to lose so, some weight. We had one moment, which was a little bit rough for us. So, you know, I've been pregnant for, you know, I had two babies right in a row. So I've been mm-hmm. pregnant a long time. A long time. Felt, <laughs> yeah. Like since 2015, I feel like I've been pregnant. Um, yeah. You know, I haven't felt that way in seven months, but we were, um, I have all my pre-pregnant clothes up in the attic you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, one day he just sat across the table. He's like, so when are you going to get rid of those clothes? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, mother ever. I was like, I've been pregnant for two yeah. years. I said, I'm not getting rid of them. I'm going to get down to my pre baby weight. I said, and it was like three months after I had a baby. So yes, yeah. I wanted to punch him in the face. Yeah. And that was really the only conversation we needed to have because I was so <laughs> mad and so angry. And I was just telling him like, I'm never getting rid of them and ask me about him again ever. And that'll be the last thing that you ever ask me. So <laughs> Um, and I know it really stems from, cause I used to, I talk about my mom a lot and she used to have like all these clothes cause she gained so much weight with her back problems. She would have like them labeled in boxes, size 10, size 12, size 14, size 16, size 18, size 20, you know, and she would save all these clothes. And I used to tell her like, Hey, you, you can probably get rid of the tens and twelves. 
you know, like we're, we're realistic. And I did. So I gave all my like size fours to one of my friends who she lost like 150 pounds Mm -hmm. and she's like having her like skin removal surgery. She's having her second one coming up this Friday. And I gave her all my clothes that where I was like, had enough time to live in the gym and had enough time to really like make it a focus. Whereas right now, you know, I have two kids, they're very young and I can make it to the gym and I can, I can do the food portion, but I'm probably not going to live in the gym and be as skinny as I, you know, was when I was in my twenties and just, you know, paddling seven days a week. Right. (laughs) Right. Like don't have time for that. So I did get rid of some of them, but that was really the only conversation we had. And he's been supportive ever since. Weird. So you kind of used fear as. (laughs) I I kind of, I kind of did. Well, it was kind of like, he didn't believe it was true. And I was like, and, and I, I think it's been hard because the last three years he has seen me, I don't want to say overweight because most of it, I was pregnant. I was not, overweight. <laughs> well, I did, I was heavier pregnant than I needed to be. There's no doubt about that. You know, you do have those cute pregnant women that just have a belly and then you had me and everyone else. <laughs> so um, I gained way more weight than I should have gained being pregnant. But yeah, so I okay. think that was pretty much it, that conversation, that one time where it was like no that's not how this relationship works I'm going to support you when you need support and you're going to support me when I need support and he's been very supportive because I go to the gym a lot right now because I kind of plateaued with um I was doing it with all food intake Mm -hmm. most of it down to like 165 pounds 168 pounds I remember you were just walking right yeah well I walked for that month I did like um I did my 10,000 steps a day for one month Mm -hmm. but it messed the repetitive stuff messed up my hip so I stopped doing anything I was walking like 2,000 steps a day so I wasn't doing anything and then after the new year I kind of hit the gym hardcore so now I'm doing a bunch of weight lifting which has helped already Mm -hmm. yeah it's really gonna bring me where I need to be Right on. Well, it sounds like that brings us to our next part. Thanks, Maya. I love your experience. Thanks for sharing, Maya. I know, because so many of us have have this experience in our life. We're going to start talking about um, some of the reasons that we tend to spend so much energy on what our partner is eating. And it sounds like I had a little bit more of this probably than than Maya did. But um, I just want to introduce a topic. Kisa and I were talking about whether or not we wanted to bring this up because it's very complicated, but uh, I think it's super important. And so really quickly, uh, we're going to talk about emotional maturity. And basically, this <laughs> just means when I am emotionally mature, uh, I can recognize that I am responsible for how I feel. And when I'm emotionally mature, I take responsibility for how I think, how I act, for the results in my life. And the other side of that token is that I am not responsible for other people's feelings. So they can choose the way they want to think and feel about a situation that's completely up to them. And that's the basics of emotional maturity. So when we believe we're in charge of other people's emotions, we become people pleasers. And I didn't know this all those years ago and spent a lot of time blaming my husband for all of my emotions (laughs) and also spending a lot of time trying to make him happy, not realizing that, you know, of course that has to come from him. So Keith is going to talk a little bit about people pleasing. So yeah, another difficulty as Mary mentioned is um, 
people pleasing. And um, so often food is tied to thoughts like, if I don't eat this food you gave me, you won't like me. Or it is disrespectful not to eat food someone has given you. Or I have to eat this food or I will upset my partner. My partner will get pissed off if I don't eat dessert with him. And even if I, if I eat this, they will love me. So uh, kind of tied to pleasing somebody else. You have these thoughts in your head that, you know, you're going to be pleasing the other person if you eat this food and you might piss them off or make them upset if you don't eat the food. Right. I used to think like, oh, he's such a sweetheart. He got me a Snickers. I'd better eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, right? He needs to spend yeah. time with me, so we'd better go out to a restaurant. Like, hmm. So yeah, oftentimes we want to please the people we are with, and that includes eating foods that have given us, um, they have given us or made for us, even if it's not something that we would like to eat. Mm-hmm. So if you're a people pleaser, like I am, uh, you tell people what they want to hear or do, what they want you to do in order for them to like you. So what happens is that you eat the food in order to please the person, but deep down, you're having thoughts of resentment, anger, or frustration towards the situation or the person. And then you end up eating your anger and frustration, especially if you are constantly trying to please someone you are in a close relationship with. And when, when you're people-pleasing, you're not telling them the truth or living your authentic self. And it's exhausting to please people all the time and to live a lie. I was yes. just thinking of the example of like, I used to work in a school and mm-hmm. the office ladies would always, they would mm-hmm. bring in like, you know, cake and delicious things. And I used to eat so much of that stuff. And I'd be like, oh, but they'll be so offended if I don't eat this whole cake. Right. <laughs> this is all for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, you know, you have these thoughts in your head that they won't like you unless be you so mad. them. Yeah. They'll be pissed off at you. But really what you're doing is you're lying to them. Yep. And you're not living your true authentic self. So if you didn't want that dessert and you go and grab those brownies that somebody spent hours making last night, you know, you're, you're lying to them. You're lying to yourself. Um, And it's hard to live a lie, you know, it is. And it's exhausting and it's exhausting to try and be pleasing people all the time. So what I suggest is to only eat what other people offer you or have made for you when you want to. So be conscious of the reason why you choose to eat the food and like the reason. And make sure the reason is not so that the other person will like you. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, well, I want this brownie. I want to eat it because it is delicious and I have, you know, chosen to eat it versus I'm going to eat this brownie so this person will like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not just to like you, but then, you know, especially with uh, marriages, relationships, um, I spent a lot of energy thinking, like, he's going to be so annoyed. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I laugh so hard when I think about this, right? He's going to be so annoyed if I make like just salad and vegetables or like he'll be so annoyed if I go out to the gym and don't spend time with him. So ridiculous. But I did a lot, not just to like please other people, like not just to please my husband because, you know, I love him, but mm-hmm. more like I had this idea that I was annoying him in some way. And so now I just have to go like, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah. got a Snickers bar for me? No, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and that too, you know, like letting him be annoyed. And if he is annoyed, then that's his, that's his issue stuff. and that's his stuff. You know, you're not responsible for that. Yep. And as always, we have some tips that you can take away. Our number one is to know your protocol. So really know what you allow yourself to eat and be very clear on this and don't make excuses like, oh, just this once. Um, Make sure there's no wiggle room and remember your commitment to your weight loss goals. Um, Our second tip is communication. So communicate your weight loss and nutrition goals to your partner. So just like Maya kind of instilled fear in junior. um, (laughs) You don't have to instill fear, but, you know, having that conversation and having, um, you know, explain to them why you are eating what you eat and how it is helping you reach your health and nutrition goals and ask them if they have any questions about what you eat to clarify any confusion. telling your partner and people close to you what and why you are eating what you eat will give them opportunity to be supportive. That being said, they may not be supportive, but that's, that is true. That is true. (laughs) That's okay. But at least they, you know, like they know, you know, versus not knowing and be like, well, I didn't know you didn't want to eat Snickers bar. So that's why I got you one, you know? So um, now they know. Uh, our tip number three is exceptions. So plan ahead your exceptions at least 24 hours ahead of time. Be specific in what you will be eating and the quantity. And um, you can listen to our podcast, um, episode three about planning ahead. And you can use Mary's drink plan to help you plan out your plan for drinking or eating dessert or an off protocol food. And I just want to say, I realize that because um, we say protocol just to, to veer away from the word diet. Um, it's just yeah. kind of like, what am I going to eat? Not necessarily yeah. like, what am I restricting myself from? Yeah. So, so exceptions are like, here's what I generally eat, but on Saturday, I'm going to have a beer with my dinner. That's all. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you, Mary. Shout. <laughs> uh, tip number four is to work together. So look for restaurants that support both your gastric needs. <laughs> Maybe your partner wants steak and mashed potatoes and extra cheese or fish and chips. So, you know, looking for a place that has steak as well as salads or fish and chips as well as grilled fish options and vegetables um, that can be helpful when if you have like kind of some core restaurants that you go out to that are suitable for both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our last tip is just say no. Just say yeah. no. Just say no. Um, don't be afraid to say no. Thank you. I put the thank you on there uh, <laughs> just to be polite. <laughs> but that's me. Cause we're always so polite with our partners. No, yeah. thank you, sweetheart. No, thank you. 
You can just say no though. <laughs> um, yeah. Say no to foods. Uh, your partner offers you and remember you are not responsible for their feelings. You're responsible, responsible for your own thoughts and feelings and you do not need to people please. So be truthful. And if you do not want to eat the food, then do not eat it. Period. Rock on. And that concludes our five tips for you. Very nice. And we'll have those, uh, I'll have those written out on our show notes for you. And that brings us to the end. That's all we got for you today. Thanks for being awesome and listening in. If you'd like to know more about like dieting, what foods we recommend, um, if you want more support with changing your eating habits, getting healthier, uh, dealing with emotional eating, decreasing your alcohol intake, you can contact either of us. We love questions and we love for you to call us and write us. Um, so you can find me at Facebook at Mary Preston LMFT. I'm on Instagram at Mary Preston or my website, www.maryleesepreston.com. And you can find Kisa over at Instagram at cleanliving underscore dirty world or, oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? At clean no, you're right. Did I say the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Clean living underscore dirty world. I want you to find her. It's very important. <laughs> or Facebook, Akisa Morrow Health Coach to get meal inspirations. And Kisa, is this, is this website out yet? It's not out yet, no. It's We're getting closer. The, the countdown, the the countdown is on. It should be in the spring. Spring. Springtime. I'm going to keep asking. Yeah. When, when it's available. There's progress being made. I'll just say that, which is good. We're so <laughs> That's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks for being here, Maya. Yeah, thank no you, Maya. problem. Yeah, love hearing your experience. Thanks for joining us on our podcast number four. 